Thank you, Lord, for getting us here today in fellowship and unity. Thank you for uh, your spirit having free course. Thank you for allowing us to do this Bible study, Lord, and read your word, Lord, and growing your truth. Uh, thank you for the mercy, uh, the grace you give us every single day, Lord. Thank you uh, for holding our hands through this thing we call life, Lord. And uh, thank you for... Um, just uh, always being there for us, Lord, and protecting us from the seen and unseen, Lord. And thank you for um, not just protecting us, but protecting our families, our loved ones, Lord. And thank you for uh, having a calling for us, Lord. And thank you for allowing us to be your faithful servants and be obedient to you and keep the commandments, Lord, so um, we can receive the blessings, Lord. And uh, thank you for everything. Hallelujah. So let me just share my screen. So for tonight, we got Matthew 1 and 1. It says, the book of the generation of Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So it's uh, going into the family tree of Christ. Hallelujah. And um, let me see if I can find a precept to that. I'm pretty sure in Hebrews 7. Let me see. Okay, here it is. Uh, it's actually in Romans. I thought there was one in Hebrews. Let me see. Uh, 7, 14. Okay, yeah, now this is a different precept. It says, um, and this actually ties in with, um, with the lineage, right? It says, for it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood. So that, that shows you right there that Christ came from uh, the seed line of Judah. And let me see. Then we got Romans 1 and 3. It says, concerning his son Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. So he came from the seed line of David. Hallelujah. So going back to Matthews 1 and 1, it says, The book of the generations of Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And the reason why I don't say Jesus is because the letter J has only been in the alphabet for like 400 years. Um. So that can't be his real name. Hallelujah. And if you want to go back to the Hebrew, it would be uh, Yahawashai. Hallelujah. Um, so, yeah, going back to uh, verse two, it says, uh, Abraham begot Isaac and Isaac begot Jacob. So Abraham, he was the father of many nations. Um, but it's specifically going through the lineage of where God to Christ, right? So it's not mentioning any other uh, of his children. Uh, it's, it's going down Isaac and then from Isaac to Jacob. And um, 
even if you look at the Old Testament, let me see if I can find that. He gave everything to Isaac. Um, what was it? Abraham gave everything to Isaac. Genesis 25 and 5. Let me just pull that up. Um, I brought this precept up before on different Bible studies, but just to show. And Abraham... Um, so if you go to verse one, it shows you then then again Ab and she bare him Zimran and Jakshan and Midan and Midian and Ishbak and Shua. So that shows you right there. And even if you go to verse three, four, um, it shows you more um more uh children, right? Uh, and Jokshan begat Sheba and the Dan and sons of the Dan were Ashurim and Letushim and Leomim and the sons of Midian, Ephaph and Ephor and Hanok and Abida and Eldaah. All these were the children of Keturah. So off of one wife, and uh, he had um, all those children and their children got uh, his his children got children. Hallelujah. And it says, and Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. Because that, that was the family tree that Christ was eventually going to come through. So that, that was the, the main character, so to speak, right? Um, verse 6, but unto the sons of the concubine, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac, his son, while he yet lived eastward unto the east country. So that shows you that everything was given to Isaac. And then if we go back to Matthew 1 and, one, 1 and 2. Let me see. Just bear with me. Matthew 1 verse 2. It says... And Isaac begot Jacob, which we know Isaac, he had um, two, two kids, right? Um, let me see. What is it? Genesis 25. I believe it's actually that same chapter. Um, here we go. Uh, 25, 21. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. So that was one of the children. And remember, the elder was sure of the younger. So Esau came out first, and then the second one that came out in verse 26. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them. Um uh, so three score, a score is 20, so 60, uh, 60 years old. Hallelujah. So Jacob, um, that shows you that uh, after Isaac, 
instead of it going to Esau, uh, he sold his birthright to Jacob. So Jacob is uh, being talked about in Matthew 1 and 2. Um, and then Jacob begot Judah and his brethren. That's where the 12 tribes come from. Hallelujah. And Judah begot Pharis. So out of the 12 tribes is going down uh, the family tree or the bloodline of Judah because Christ was the king of the Jews or Judah. Hallelujah. He was from the tribe of Judah. Um, as he even said in Hebrews 7 and 14, you know, how he was a Judah and the priesthood was not even uh, spoken about for Judah, but for the Levites. And then it says, verse three, it says, and Judah begot Pharis and Zerah and Tamar and Paris uh, begot Hezron and Hezron begot Ram and Ram begot Amin Nadab and Abinadab begot Nashon and Nashon begot Solomon and Solomon begot Boaz of Rachab. Which in the book of Ruth, it talks about Boaz. Um, and Boaz begot Obed of Ruth. And Obed begot Jess. So um, we can go actually to that account of Boaz and Ruth. Um, which I'm pretty sure is, let me see, chapter 4, I'm guessing. Um, the title even gives it away. It says, Boaz marries Ruth. Um, let me see. Okay, verse 13. It says, So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception, she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which has not left thee this day without kinsmen, that his name may be famous in Israel, and he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thy old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, had borne him. And Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and be became nurse unto it. And the, and the woman, her neighbor, gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they called his name Obed. He's the father of Jess, the father of David. Hallelujah. And then here, it even actually goes into the family tree as well. It says, now these are the generations of Perez. Um, Perez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram, and Ram begot Abinadab, and Abinadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon, and Salmon begot Boaz, and Boaz begot Obed which we just read up in verse 17. And Obed begot Jess, and Jess begat David. And that's King David that you read in um, uh, First, Second Samuel, and uh, in Kings, um, pretty sure in Second Kings Chronicles, Second Chronicles even, and the book of Psalms, uh, same King David. Hallelujah. Um, so now let's go back to Matthew. Let me see. One and five we left at. And so we read about Obed 
uh, Boaz begot Obed of Ruth, and Obed begot Jess, and Jess begot David the king. Hallelujah. And then uh, the, King David, he had a lot of uh, children as well. Um, but the throne went to Solomon. And one of the one of his children was even trying to take the throne. Um, it's, uh, I'll read verse 6 again. And Jess begot David the king, and David the king begot Solomon of her that had been the wife of Uriah. So let me see if I can find the account where David, um, David, um, okay, anointed king, first kings one twenty eight. Let me see. Let me pull it up. First Kings 1 and 28. Okay, here we go. Uh, let me see. Before that, let me see. Um, so yeah, somebody else was trying to claim the throne. Uh, I believe it was Adonaya. Um, okay, so yeah, I'll just start from verse uh 24. Uh, or I'll start at verse uh 22. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. Uh, and he came in after uh, Solomon's mom uh, was talking to him. It says, And Nathan said, My king, um, uh, my lord, O king, hast thou said, Adoniah shall reign after me? And he said, Upon my throne. For he's gone down this day and had slain oxen and fat and cattle and sheep in abundance. And I call all the king's sons. See, that goes to show he had a lot of children, right? And the captains of the host and Abitar, the priest, and behold, they eat and drink before him and say, God save King Adonia. But me, even thy servant and Zadok, the priest and Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, and thy servant Solomon, had he not called, is this thing done by my lord the king, and thou hast not showed it unto thy servant, who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then King David answered and said, Call me Bathsheba. And she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king swore and said, As the Lord liveth, that hath redeemed my soul out of all distress, even as I swear unto thee by the Lord God of Israel, saying surely Solomon thy son shall reign after me hallelujah that shows you right there who who um who reigned after David and he shall sit upon my throne in my stead even so will I certainly do this day so um that was Solomon uh getting uh crowned and anointed uh, to be the next king over Israel hallelujah
Um, so now going back to verse uh, six, I believe. Um, verse seven, it says, And Solomon begot Rehoboam, This is when the split is uh, kingdom got uh, Rehoboam begot Ab Abiyah, and Abiyah begot Asa, and Asa begot Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat begot Jehoram. And I'm pretty sure during Jehoshaphat's reign, um, uh, at this point you had the southern kingdom ruling and the northern kingdom, and Judah was ruling in the southern kingdom. Uh, so Jehoshaphat was in the southern kingdom, and I remember the story of. Uh, uh, let me see in Kings how the northern and the southern kingdom was trying to take out uh, one of the kings together. Let me see, yep, Jehoshaphat. Here it is. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Jehoshaphat and Ahab. Uh, so Jehoshaphat was the southern kingdom and Ahab was the northern kingdom. They were trying to take out um, Syria. See, it says, and they continued, this is 1 Kings 22 and 1, and they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. And it came to pass in the third year, the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, uh, which we're reading about his the lineage right now, came down to the king of Israel. At this point, they were split. And the king of Israel said unto his servant, Know ye that Ramoth and Gilead is ours? And Gilead are uh, the tribe of Manasseh mainly uh, lived in that region. And we be still and take it not out of the hands of the king of Assyria. So they were trying to claim black land. Um, but yeah, that, this is a, a pretty good passage right here. Uh, but just to show you that Jehoshaphat was um, of Judah. Hallelujah. So now going back to the family tree, it says, verse 9, and it says, And Uziah begat Jotham, and Jotham begat Ahaz, and Ahaz begat Hezekiah, and Hezekiah begat Manasseh, and Manasseh begat Amon, and Amon begat Josiah, and Josiah begat Je Jeconiah, and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. Um, so it's giving you even like a timeline uh, under the Babylonian captivity, right? And verse 12, it says, And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconiah begot Sheal, Tiel, and Sheal, Tiel begot Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begot Abiud, and Abiud begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azar and Azar begot Zadok, and Zadok begot Akim, and Akim begot Eliud, and Eliud begot Eleazar, and Eleazar begot Matan, and Matan begot Jacob. And that also, uh, obviously, this Jacob is different from the original Jacob, but that shows you that the names, um, you know, they would uh, take on righteous names of their forefathers before hallelujah and then it says in verse 16 and jacob begat joseph uh the husband of mary of whom was born uh christ who is called christ hallelujah and then verse 17 says 
So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David's unto carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. So when major offense happened, it seemed to always have been 14 generations apart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that shows you there's no such thing as coincidence. Uh, God planned it uh, that way. Hallelujah. And then another thing I noticed, um, let me see, in the top uh, is quoting Luke 3. Uh, what was it? Luke 3, 23. So this is probably going over the family tree or the lineage as well. It says, and Christ himself began to be began to be about 30 years of age, being as supposed the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli, which was the son of Mathad, which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Melchi, which was the son of Jaina, which one was the son of Joseph, um, which was the son of Matathias, which was the son of Amos, which was the son of Nahum, which was the son of El Esli, which was the son of Nagi, which was the son of Maath, which was the son of Matathias, which was the son of Semi, which was the son of Joseph. So there you got Joseph, which was the son of Judah, um, which you would think Judah, the 12 tribes, but it's still going. So um, that shows you that they would uh, use righteous names and uh, uh, give that as names for their children. Right. Which was the son of Joona, which was the son of Ressa, which was the son of Zerubbabel, which was the son of Sealtiel, which was the son of Neri, which was the son of Melchi, which was the son of Adi, which was the son of Kosam, which was the son of Elmodam, which was the son of Er, which was the son of Josi, which was the son of Eliezer, which was the son of Jorim, which was the son of Matad, which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Simeon. See, a lot of these names are from like the 12 tribes or prophets throughout history and uh which was the son of judah which was the son of joseph joseph once again which was the son of jonan which was the son of eliakim which was the son of Meliah, which was the son of menan which was the son of matata which was the son of nathan which was the son of david so this is king david right here which was the son of Jess, which was the son of Obit, which was the son of Boaz, which is from Ruth, which was the son of Salmon, which we read that in the other passage as well, which was the son of Nashon, which was the son of Amin, Adab, which was the son of Ram, which was the son of Hezron, which was the son of Perez, which was the son of Judah, which was the son of Jacob, which was the son of Isaac, which was the son of Abram. Abraham, right? And, and it keeps going. Um, where in Matthew is started with Abraham, but it keeps going, right? It says, which was the son of Terah, which was the son of Nahor, which was the son of Sarah, which was the son of Reu, 
which I'm pretty sure we could probably find uh, this in Genesis, this, uh, you know, family tree right here as well. It says, which was the son of Peleg, which was the son of Eber, which was the son of Salah, which was the son of Kainan, which was the son of Arphaxat, which was the son of Shem, um, and it, which was the son of Noah, which if you remember Noah, he had three three sons, uh, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, uh, where Shem was uh, the lineage, uh, the chosen lineage, hallelujah, the Shemites, which was the son of Lamech, which was the son of Methuselah, which was the son of Enoch, which was the son of Jared, which was the son of Mahaliel, which was the son of Kainan, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. So, wow, this one went in depth. It went all the way from Adam, all the way to Christ. Hallelujah. So going back to Matthew uh, 1 and 15, 1 and 18. So now that it went through uh, the lineage, it's going to go into the birth. Hallelujah. Verse 18. Now the birth of Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. Oh, the Most High is uh, manifesting himself, saying, Joseph, thou son of David. Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Christ, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall spring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. Um, and he knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son and called his name Christ. Hallelujah to the reading of the word. So, yeah, that's a beautiful chapter. It went into the genealogy of Christ and it went into the birth of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, did, you have, did anybody have any comments before we pray it out? Hallelujah. When I was doing a little research, um, I found a precept that was saying, like, don't give into uh, genealogies too much. Um, like, I guess, don't focus too much, you know, on the genealogies, more so like the people in it and, you know, the uh, legacy, I guess you could say, that they left behind. Um, but it says it in First Timothy 1 and 4. If you Hallelujah. Yeah, First Timothy 1 and 4. Yeah, the reason why Christ's genealogy was so important is because 
it shows you that he was Israel, right? And that he, he was considered to be the king of Judah through David's lineage all the way down from, even all the way down from Adam. It tracked down his whole lineage. And it shows you how long it took for somebody to be able to do what Christ did. Hallelujah. But yeah, look Hallelujah. what it says. Uh, Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which min minister questions rather than godly edifying which is in faith so do hallelujah and that's true you don't want to go back and forth with somebody about genealogy and stuff like that um but it, it is in scripture and you know we went through the chapter so for us to break it down precept upon precept we we went over it hallelujah hallelujah another one is in titus three and nine um, Titus 3, wait. verse 9. It says, But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and striving about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. Hallelujah. Yeah, you don't want to go back and forth with somebody over, uh, you know, genealogy instead of uh, focus on the important things, you know, having the faith of, you know, what Christ did for us on the cross and keeping the commandments of God, because the, ultimately this is what's going to give you uh, salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Um, did you anything else yeah, before last we that, like you, Sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying, did you have anything else before we close it out? Uh, just like you said, yeah, that the main point is um, how Christ was being mentioned as uh, through David's genealogy. And um, I think a precept to that is Second Samuel 7, verses 12 through 16. Tell me if, that's, if that rings a bell. Um, so Second Samuel 7, 12 through 16, it's talking about, it says, and when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom, and he shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart away from him as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thy house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. Hallelujah. And you want to know another reason why it's so important to know the family tree, definitely, of like Christ and everything? Um, because... Um, a lot of people, um, you know, think that God stopped dealing with uh, God's chosen people. Um, and that's not the case because even Christ himself uh, was considered to be from the seed line of David. Hallelujah. And even in Romans 11 and 1, it says, I say then, God had God cast away his people? Right. Like, is God still dealing with Israel, like his chosen people, the same way he, he did all throughout the Old Testament? And it says, God forbid, like, no, nope. he's still dealing with those same people. And this is what he says, for I also am an Israelite 
of the seed of Abraham. So if you were to go down a uh, Paul's uh, family tree, because I'm I'm pretty sure a Romans was written by Paul, um, that his seed would go link back to Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. He even knew which tribe and everything. So it, it is important to that extent to um, to let you know that God hasn't forsaken his people and that uh, Christ, um, you know, he, he came back for his people. Hallelujah. And then verse one and one shows you that it was Paul uh, that wrote Romans. Paul, a servant of Christ, called to be an apostle, separate unto the gospel of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, yeah, it is important, but you just don't want to argue like back and right. forth right. You know, right. for an hour over certain things. Yeah, that's taken away from the word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll, we can pray it out on that note. Um, thank you, Lord, for gathering us here today and fellowship and unity. Um, thank you for the word coming out. Uh, thank you for your grace and mercy, Lord. Uh, thank you for um, the Messiah, Christ, uh, what he did for us on the cross, Lord. And thank you for allowing us to be covered with his blood. And um, giving us another opportunity to build that relationship up with you, Lord. Um, and thank you for uh, preparing us for the day of his second coming, Lord. And uh, thank you for your, uh, your kingdom that you have prepared for us, Lord. Uh, that that uh, we can bring as many souls with us as possible uh, on the way to your kingdom, Lord. Uh, that narrow path, Lord. And uh, thank you for everything, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah.